Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday into Miraculous with Judith Barnett, your hostess, the mostess. Today, I want to talk a little bit more about my um, journey that I started a little over six years ago when I decided to move to Arizona. Um, that was when I decided to hit the reset button, and my life was in a really, really rough spot. I'd gone through a relationship, I'd made some bad choices, and really felt like I needed to regroup and restart and reset. And to me, because I could, I had no reason to stay in Minnesota. I had no family uh, that needed me there. My kids had moved on. My son was um, moving on to college. My daughter and son-in-law had found a home and were moving into that. My There was no relationship for me to hold me back. There was no job to give notice to. There was no lease on a house. There was no mortgage on a house. There was no business that I needed to close up. Everything was like tied up, nothing there, nothing to hold me there. Uh, except my emotions. And basically, I decided that, you know, I really wanted to make a big change in my life. I had been working with a spiritual advisor, and she and I had been doing a lot of time praying, and I'd been working on releasing some really, you know, generational uh, issues that had been in my life and in my parents' life and in their life. And it was kind of an interesting thing. The thing that I had really um, identified was uh, the settling for. And to give you a little bit of information about that was that my grandmother, my, my no, my maternal, paternal. So my dad's mom, I had to stop and think, maternal, paternal. Anyway, my dad's mom, she had actually shared with me, and I was very close to her, that she didn't want to be a wife. She didn't want to have a family. She wanted to be a nun. Of all things, honest to God, she told me that. She wanted to be a nun. Now, she, she came from a large family, and her sister got to be the nun, and so her other option was to get married. And the closest that she got to being a nun was to be a housekeeper for a priest, which she loved that job and just... I mean, it, it just blessed her immensely to be able to do that. And she settled for the life that she was dealt, so to speak, or told that she had to live. And then my father, he settled for the life that he had because he had to raise his daughter, his sisters, uh, and his take care of his mom because his dad died of a heart attack very early in life, and he was the only son and the oldest and so he was like okay i'm gonna take over the farm and i'm gonna raise my sisters and i care for my mom and he just settled for because he didn't really feel like he had another option and one of the things i remember always always talking about was he wanted to travel and he wanted to go to australia i don't know why australia but he wanted to go to Australia and he wanted to travel and my dad never got to travel. The only thing that he got to do that really felt like that a little bit was shortly before he passed away, um, he and my mom went on a road trip from Minnesota down through many, many states, like the whole, like from the Midwest over to the West Coast on a trip and they were gone for weeks and that was like amazing because they never did that that never happened but he settled for that and 
when I was with my spiritual advisor and praying with her and talking with her and just kind of reviewing things, it was like, I felt like that's what I would be doing if I didn't do something different is I would be settling for staying in Minnesota and just finding a job, finding a place to live, kind of like doing what I'd always done. And I just, I couldn't do it. And in my heart of hearts, I knew I did not want to stay in Minnesota because I hate cold weather. I hate it. Seriously, I do. I really, really do. And it was something where it really was like, okay, if I'm not going to just settle for, then I have the opportunity now, God knows when it may happen again, uh, that I need to just make the decision, take the risk, suck up some courage, make the decision and change where I'm living. And so I made the decision that I was going to move to Arizona. I don't know why. I love Arizona. I love it here every day. I thank God that I get to live here because I think it's a most beautiful state ever. And those of you that have never been to Arizona, it is not just a desert. It's mountains and it's amazing boulders and they have water. And an hour and a half from me, they have ski resorts. And there's so much to do here. I think the only thing we don't have, and I'm okay with it, because I'm not a water person, is we don't have a lot of lakes. We have some, mostly man-made, and we don't have the beach. And I'm okay with that, because I can go visit that. And coming here was definitely an act of courage, and it was definitely outside of the um, settling for generational curse that I had been living uh, all of my life. And so for me, I, I think and I hope that that helped to break that generational curse for my kids. Um, I know that right now my daughter um, is in Mexico and I'm so excited and proud of her and my son-in-law and my grandson because um, he's from Mexico. And um, to be honest, he was an illegal in the United States and he's a wonderful man and I helped I officiated their wedding and they're wonderful, but they had to get out of their comfort zone when he got deported and she could have said, well, you know, sucks to be you, but I'm going to stay here in the United States because that's where I'm comfortable and I'm going to settle for this long-term maybe relationship, you know, maybe I'm just going to have to end the relationship because you're in Mexico and I don't want to go there. And she, she, she went to Mexico and I think it's amazing. And she has, I think, in many ways... Um, taken six years behind me the courage that I had to have to get in my car and drive to Arizona that she has again breaking out of that settling for and just going okay this is the way you know she just went and really didn't consider not going which is amazing and me once I was like okay I'm gonna go to Arizona even though I had no money I had $400 when I left and I sold a lot of my skincare products. I sold my TV that I just bought. It was like brand new. I sold everything I could possibly sell and loaded up my car with all my personal items and important documents and things like that and my cat. And it was so funny because I loaded up my car and I had a Subaru Outback station wagon, which was awesome. 
Love those vehicles, by the way. And loaded it up. And I had my cat in the front seat in a carrier. And that lasted like about five minutes because he wouldn't stop meowing. I let him out. He crawls up on top of all my stuff. And he just laid up there on top and just looked out the windows because he could see out, you know, on the side and in the back. And he loved it. And we got in the car and went. And it was quite the experience. Um, I can't say that it was the easiest thing. There are a few brushes with death along the way. I had no car insurance, so I was definitely praying about that. And uh, I didn't really have much money to stay in hotels. So it was like, I have enough money for two nights and, and then I got to be where I'm going. And the person I was going to stay with, I didn't really know. Um, so that was kind of a um, taking a risk. Like, okay, I'm going to stay at this person's house and be with them and um, hope that it's a good situation. I hope it's okay. And I don't have a job. I have a few leads on some things, but you know, I don't know. And I just got in the car and I went. And when I got here, um, I went and interviewed and I did things and whatever. And there were moments where I never, and I'm going to tell you this again, never once did I think I need to go back to Minnesota. Ever. And I haven't had that thought ever since I've been here. Even when I was like literally doing phone counseling and, and you know, counseling uh, via phone and, and FaceTime and whatever. And making, you know, a few dollars to pay for gas to go out and do job searching. Um, that was how I got by. And thankfully, I was able to get some state assistance for food stamps and, and insurance and stuff. But it was like, I never once in the middle of all of that thought, I need to go back to Minnesota. I need to go back home. And there are some air quotes for you. Because I never really, I don't feel like Minnesota's home. It's, it's where I grew up. It was where I was born, but it's not home. This is home. Arizona's home. I love it here. Um, my kid, I don't have any family or friends really down here. I have a sister I see periodically. I have a cousin I see rarely. And that's about it. And so for me, that was the cool part about coming here and, and moving out of that generational curse of settling for. Because we were able, I was able to do something that I was I felt in my heart I needed to do. I needed to break that mold and I did it. And so my message to you with that long story, and hopefully some of you can relate to it. That's my whole purpose of sharing is just, I want you to know you're not alone out there trying to make some changes in your life. I mean, you could be at the bottom and completely down and out. And you know what? You can make a change. You can do something. And as long as we're alive and we're breathing and we're thinking and we can do something. And so for me, that was settling for to me was like mundane. It's like the epitome of men mundane, just settling for, okay, this is the best it's going to be. I'm just going to settle for those are like curse words in my world. And so for me, that was a huge needle mover from the mundane to the miraculous was wow, I'm going to get in my car, I'm going to drive to Arizona, I'm going to take a huge risk, and I'm just going to trust that it's the right thing. And in six plus years, not once have I looked back and thought, that was the worst thing I could have ever done. It is the best thing I could have ever done. And it's only because I think that I got so uncomfortable and so, 
I don't know how to explain. I was just in such a bad place that it was like, really, the only option is go up. And this seems like a really good idea. And if I'm going to have to restart everything, I might as well go someplace warm and do it. So anyway, wherever you're at, whatever you're struggling with, whatever your situation is that you think you cannot change or that you've gotten down so far and so low that there is nowhere to go, I'm going to tell you, that's the best because there's only one way to go up. I hope you're not digging a bigger hole, you know, so go up, be open to something that seems like an absolutely insane, crazy thing to do and do it. Just do it. See what happens. I mean, seriously, I mean, obviously don't do anything illegal or any unethical or any of that stuff. I'm just saying, step out of your comfort zone, challenge your fear for a little bit and say, you know what? I'm going to do it scared. I'm just going to do it scared. Let me tell you, I prayed a lot on my way down. The other thing that really helped me, this is just an aside, was I got books on CD and I listened to those while I was driving because it's me in the car with a cat. Um, not a really good talking companion. And I just listened to books on CD and it really made the miles fly by. And I was totally in my own little bubble in my little Subaru. So that's my message to you. I wish you all a blessed and glorious day. Please subscribe, like, and comment below. Please share my podcast. Please invite other people to come and um, let me know how you're doing on your journey. Bye-bye. <laughs>